Dan Bongino. Welcome to the Bongino Brief. I'm Dan Bongino. I've been warning you about the FBI and opportunity costs, folks. What is opportunity cost? That's an economic term. What does that have to do with the FBI? Well, there is a cost to a foregone opportunity, folks, and it applies to the FBI. What does that mean? It means if I'm here today doing my show and I say my show makes, uh, you know, X dollars and I choose not to do the show and I choose to go out and, uh, you know, try to deliver mail for a living, which is a great job. But if I choose to do that, I could be losing a lot of money. There's an opportunity cost. You know, Paula's a web designer. If she chooses to try to go out and do something, I'm not good at delivery. I don't know anything about it. If Paula doesn't know anything, uh, you know, about uh, lawnmower maintenance. If she tries to go out and be a lawnmower maintenance person rather than a web designer, she can say, oh, I'm making all this money doing lawnmower maintenance. Really, she's losing all the money she would have made as a web designer. There is a cost to lost opportunities, i.e. the FBI spending the last, what, Joe? I don't know, five plus years investigating political cases, uh, really uh, treating January 6th as if it was the greatest insurrection in human history, ignoring AT, uh, Antifa, uh, and BLM, the FBI focusing on a Russia hoax about a PP tape that doesn't exist, and what's the cost of the lost opportunity? If you're doing this, you're not doing something else. You're not investigating terrorists. Here you go. You need an example? Sadly, I told you this was going to happen. Here's a video clip from Sky News about how the FBI and MI5 over in the UK blew it again. Another uh, terrorist lost on their radar. Why? I don't know. Maybe they were allocating all their time looking for this mysterious band of mass white supremacists all over the country planning insurrections. Here, check this out. We've now learned that he had also previously been on the radar of the security service, MI5. They started investigating him uh, in the back half of 2020. And I understand that the suspicions about him were related to Islamist terrorism. And what was described as a a short lead investigation, um, which is something that's short of a a longer term um, covert investigation of of a subject of interest, that it concluded that there was no threat to national security at that time. Uh, And in terms of how long that investigation lasted, I understand that it was more than four weeks. It might have concluded, therefore, at the back end of 2020 or uh, as, uh, as late as the early part of 2021. This commentator there is talking about the Texas synagogue uh, suspect. Folks, how many times do we have to warn you about this, okay? Uh, and not you on the right. I don't mean to sound condescending. Forgive me. I'm talking to the people maybe left of center and certainly the radical leftists. What you don't understand is by, let, let's try to get in a radical leftist mind for a moment. I know in their mind they're saying, Oh, well, Joe Biden and Merrick Garland and the FBI spending endless amounts of time on this mass white supremacy insurrection threat of the Trump voter and the Trump are going on. It's harmless. If there's no problem, what are you guys worried about? It's not harmless. That's the point. The FBI folks, you understand they have a very limited number of agents, very limited. Put this in perspective. The NYPD on any given year. I would guess, based on when I was there, it's between 25,000 and I guess 30 police officers. That's for a, a city, a big city, but a city, a small portion of the United States. 
The entire FBI probably only has personnel, probably only 50,000 or less people. That's spread over the whole country and to investigate transnational stuff as well. They have field offices uh, all over the world, just like my uh, former employer does. So you're suggesting to me that this relatively small federal law enforcement workforce should allocate significant chunks of its budget and people towards investigating Trump supporters and PP tapes. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. survival rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. So why I, I don't understand, like, why people on the left keep asking, my gosh, how does the FBI keep missing all these people? We have had a litany of terrorists who have acted out on U.S. soil and the stories repeated over and over again. Oh, the FBI missed it. The FBI missed it. The FBI missed it. Now we have another one. This suspect here, Malika Crum, this Texas synagogue suspect here, right, who apparently the UK had on their radar and deemed them not to be a national security threat. Maybe because people in the UK intelligence service were too busy colluding with our CIA and FBI to set up Donald Trump for the PP hoax. Hey guys, how about you get your heads out of your asses? Okay. I'm really sorry. I know this may put me on their radar, but that's okay. You know, I've always been an avid supporter of backing the blue and I do, but my gosh, you got to back the constitution too. This is just nonsense. You're wasting a bunch of time on crap. And the non-crap, serious stuff like this is just flowing right underneath the bridge. It's not just the FBI. It's this, you know, upper level clown show going on at the CIA too. Look at this tweet by that hack John Harwood. That Remember that guy get totally discredited during the, what, 2016 debates to Harwood? He's been trying to redeem his reputation by becoming a liberal activist. Here's his verified Twitter account, John Harwood, fake news specialist. He talks about this CIA Moscow station chief on CNN, some guy, Stephen Hall, who hilariously in his Twitter profile says, trying to be an anti-racist, meaning he's a, a racist, probably supports CRT, which is racist, right? Where he says, Moscow station chief Stephen Hall, anti-racist, notes that one reason Russia feels emboldened now is the success of its efforts to divide and weaken the United States. Much of that success results from its efforts to boost Donald Trump and co-opt U.S. conservatives. (laughs) This is just, this is really, it's hard to bear hug. 
Joe, hard to get the arms around. So just to be clear, the, the whole Russia hoax has been entirely eviscerated, obliterated. It's, it's, it's oh, the people promoting it now becoming intergalactic laughing stock. Biden gets in office. Putin knows he's weak, is looking at invading Ukraine, and they need to find a way to blame Trump for Biden's failures. Trump, who was actually ironically tough on Russia, ironically for the left, who thinks he was a Russian stooge. Meanwhile, Biden's the stooge, right? And they go back to the Russia hoax again. No, no. Russia's going to invade Ukraine because of the peepee tape thing. Yeah, the hoax. That was this is John Harvard. This is a guy who, uh, with a straight face, claims to be a journalist while the entire world is laughing at him. Yes, the peepee tape. That's what did it. That's why Putin's emboldened the Russia hoax. Again, you wonder why our FBI and CIA, this is, he claims, a former CIA station chief is on CNN pumping the peepee hoax stuff still. And you wonder how actual terrorists keep slipping under our radar screen and trying to kill people in the United States because we're too busy investigating peepee tapes. You know, again, I am... You got to give me a second here on this. I'm sorry. I know nobody likes the personal stories, but it's important. here. You know, my prior line of work, there were really serious consequences if we screwed up. I'll never forget that story about George W. Bush in Georgia, not the state of Georgia, the country, where a live grenade was thrown on stage. You can go, so it's not classified information. It's out there on the internet. A live grenade at the president of the United States in the country of Georgia. The only reason the grenade didn't go off was because it was wrapped tightly in a towel and the towel had uh, prevented the triggering mechanism. A live grenade was thrown. You can look it up yourself. I remember I was on the job at the time when it happened. I was running on a treadmill in our training center when I found out about it. Can you imagine if after that there wasn't some hot wash and they said, no, 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 Um, it wasn't a security failure. The way moving forward, Joe is instead of fixing what went wrong and a grenade getting on stage with George W. Bush, let's focus on critical race theory and the white supremacist threat in the United States. People would be like, wait, there's a consequence to that. Like, the guy could get killed, the president, because we really just screwed up last time and we're not fixing it. We're focusing on something else. That's what's happening right now. The the FBI's totally screwed up. They've missed a litany of terror attacks or attempted attacks on U.S. soil. They've missed a ton of them. They just got off being humiliated with the Russia hoax and Merrick Garland and them are doubling down on CRT stuff and this other nonsense. (sighs) People are going to get hurt or killed, folks, if we don't fix this immediately. And let me just say, if Donald Trump gets back into office, which I hope happens, there needs to be a massive house cleaning. There's no re-election pressure. There has to be a massive house cleaning and people who are put in place have to show a loyalty to the Constitution, not a political party. If you can't do it, don't take the damn job. Ladies and gentlemen, for as much as I disagreed with Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and Barack Obama, I never once in my life thought about not doing my job because of politics, ever. And if you can't do the same damn thing, then don't raise your right hand and get the hell out. The Dan Bongino Show. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to The Dan Bongino Show wherever you get your podcasts.